On today's episode of After the Snap, we will be discussing the upcoming final few weeks until NFL training camp report days. We will also be discussing some recent news from around the sports world, including Arch Manning's recent commitment to the University of Texas. It's time for After the Snap. Let's go. Every snap is an interview. After the snap. What a snap. And keep your mouth shut, 50. I lead by example. With Blake and Reed Ferguson discussing life in, out, and after football. To be able to leave walking away with a degree and a championship, uh, it couldn't be any better. Yeah! Well, you can take this boy out the real south on a bunch. Can't take the real south out of my voice. And now here we go again. Twist a little bit deep because you got thick skin. Reed, I hope you see what I have worn for today's podcast. For our listeners listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I am wearing my Atlanta Braves t-shirt and my Atlanta Braves baseball cap. Reed, do you know why I might be wearing said clothing on the pod today? My only guess because I know you're in in Nashville for the week. My only guess is because the Red Sox are so far behind the Yankees that you have chosen to jump ship midseason. You know know what's funny about that argument is the Red Sox are 100% in playoff contention. Like – the fact that they're 14 games behind the Yankees is semi-meaningless in my eyes. However, that I'd is not say why that I, too, if I, you know. That is not why I've worn my Atlanta Braves gear on the pod today. The reason I've worn my Atlanta Braves gear on the pod today is because you are looking at the newest A-list member himself. I have purchased wow. Some season tickets for next year, and I could not be more excited about it. Me and that's a few that's guys, awesome. I, me and a few guys yeah. from it from Atlanta have purchased some season tickets. Uh, eighty-one games, eighty-one home games to be exact, have purchased the entire season, and I'm pumped. So, gotta support, gotta rep my Atlanta Braves. Be not fooled. Number one is still the Boston Red Sox. However, if I'm going to spend a whole lot of time in Atlanta, I might as well pick up some season tickets and go rep. So I have been a Atlanta United season ticket holder for a number of years now. When I lived there, I was able to catch quite a few games per season. Out of the 81 games that that they have at home, how many do you think that you will make? When we were doing, I'm going to set the over under. My guess, I'm going to set the over under at 14. When we were doing our calculations for, does this make sense financially? How many can we, you know, sell to make back some money? How many will I actually be able to go to before we report for training camp? Obviously, our August, September, the last week of July is out. We calculated close to 30, maybe 35 games, given that I'll be out of town for OTAs and things like that. But um, I would like to make 30 games. I think that's reasonable. Th- three to four. Is that 30, 
is that 30 to 35 games just the home games that they have the time that you're home? Correct. Correct. Okay. And then obviously so, in, the, so, in the summertime, I'll be able to go all the time. But will you want to go all the time? Correct. That's the that's the key is those Wednesday afternoon noon yeah. games. Am I going to want to go sit in the blazing sun the last week of June? Where Where are the tickets? They are down the first baseline, kind of in the corner. They're on the second <laughs> level. Uh, we actually sat there a couple of weeks ago. Those are good ago. seats. Uh, we actually sat there a couple of weeks ago, and when we bought the tickets um, just for that one game, it was actually not my decision. I wanted to be a little closer down the first base line, and I, I was like, man, these, are, these aren't going to be great seats, and I was fooled. They were – there's actually – there's really not a bad seat in Truist Park. That's the way that they built that stadium so that there wouldn't – you know, you can't sit in a bad section. Obviously, there are some seats that are better. Um, behind home plate would be ideal. <laughs> but yeah. um, that is a different kind of tax bracket indeed. And those are – those are mostly the corporate – Corporate seats that are uh, sponsored by the big, the, uh, big money. What they call is that the Delta Club? Is that what they have? Back there's the there? Del- I think called? there's the Delta Club. There's the Xfinity Club. Oh, okay. uh, I think at Truist, I think it is the Delta Club is the ones right behind home plate. Uh, gotcha. Those are like the Diamond Premium, yep. Platinum members. They got like when they got dad their, should get dad, mom and dad should get, should get free seasons at this point. <laughs> when they got their World Series rings. For being a Delta member, they, I, there's like this box that they get, and it's like a it's like a mock ring of not only the the 2021 championship, but the other uh, they got like a 1995 ring. Oh wow! Um, and then they have like the 1940s when they were the Boston Braves or whatever the the old teams when they weren't in Atlanta. You're a, you're a season ticket holder. You gotta know your you gotta you gotta shore up on your history lessons here. I walked through the whatever they call it, the Hall of Champions. Hall, of, yeah, I guess that's. So they they called it something else the other day when we were at the game. But um, I'm pumped. I'm that's I, exciting. I'm stoked. I love going to baseball <clears throat> games, and going to Truist Park is an experience for those who have not been. It's only improved since they won the world championship last year. They're not looking back. It's, I mean, we went on a, we went on like a Wednesday night last week and it was, it was like jam packed. It was, it was bonkers. Yeah. Obviously Um, it was, it was due to also due to the fact that the Cardinals were in town, but definitely still a lot of buzz around the Atlanta Braves. Well, if we're talking about big life changes and uh, big events in, in, in our adult lives, I have something to share. Lay it on us. Two, two, two things. Number one, this is the longest my beard has ever been. Looks great. I actually Thank just you. trimmed mine. I can mine tell. Was, mine was getting... Mine was getting I, am, I have wrestled with the hurdle of letting it grow out. For the past couple of years, is this the life? Slow, is this the life slow change? process? Is this the life change that you're teasing the, the audience with? No, I have another one. Okay, 
it's a slow process, but I am fully committed at this point. It has been long enough. I am fully committed. I want to, I want to see how low it can go. How low can you Life go? change number two. I bought a cargo trailer. That's huge. I bought, I bought a five it, by eight cargo trailer. It doesn't get any bigger than that, honestly. Like, so we can go, we can go anywhere. Is that Mount Rushmore of life moves that you've made? It's up there because, yeah, because, uh, normally when we're going back and forth from football season to off season or wherever we're going, the car sometimes is not enough. So now cargo we have unlimited space. So what do you do with it when it's not in use? Do you um, it into a... I hope that I can store it at the facility when we're in Buffalo. Um, I have not yet inquired. Not sure. I was going to say, you can uh, get creative and turn it into like a food truck or something. Well, it doesn't have windows. Just open the back. I don't know. Get creative. Well, it doesn't have. Well, that's more than no. Um, <laughs> Erica could yeah, sell no, freaking cookies in, out if of it, it. If it fits in my garage, then yeah, she could. Yeah, she could sell cookies, and we could write it off as a business expense. Hey, man, there whatever you, you can do. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's on my like you said, that's on my Mount Rushmore of of, of uh, adultisms, adult things. It's uh, it's like. Yeah. Getting married and having a baby, five by eight trailer. Purchasing a cargo trailer doesn't so, get any bigger. So, um, congratulations! That's a that is a thank big you. deal. Thank you. Big deal. Thank you. On the beard or the trailer? Uh, both, but mainly, mainly the trailer. Thank you very much. That's one. That's one that I will lose sleep over tonight, knowing that you have a five by eight trailer and I don't. Well, let's get into some stuff that uh, our listeners probably want to hear about. Last weekend, we both took a trip to Orlando, and uh, something happened on uh, in, tell, in route. Tell the people while we were there. What we, we were there for. We, I'll let you. I'll let you share. Reed and I were going to attend an event. We, we uh, went. Uh, yes, yes, we went. Read the story revolves around while we were on our way there. But we were there for an event hosted by Children with Diabetes Organization. And we were there on behalf of Tandem Diabetes, which is my insulin pump manufacturer, hashtag Tandem Ambassador. The legal team would want me to tell you that I am endorsed by them. And I have to tell you that. I have to disclose that information. But we were there on behalf of Tandem we were there to run a football related activity for the kids. There were sort some, of like a play 60 event. Yes. There were some, there was a mishap on Reed's airplane ride as he was making his way from his origin in Texas to Orlando. There was a mishap. I'm not sure if you can tell on the video, Blake, can you tell? I can now that I'm looking at it, but so on the way, so for our non-video listeners on our way to on my way en route to Orlando on the plane, I decided it was a good idea to, uh, while I was watching my 
TV show on my iPad. Shout out to Peaky Blinders, Ooh. season six. That was fantastic. I decided it was a good idea to try and nibble off a little loose cuticle on my thumb and uh, ended up chipping my tooth on my mm-hmm. fingernail. I don't really know what that says about the integrity of um, my teeth. Do, you need a do, I have weak, do I have weak teeth? Do you need a better toothpaste that provides no, better? No, I mean, I'm using the... Um, it's funny you ask because I'm using the... Nine out of ten dentists recommend. Is there any Col- like Colgate? Correct. Is there it's any like toothpaste that nine out of ten dentists don't recommend. I don't know, but is any, de- is any uh, toothpaste gonna like one? The one dentist that didn't recommend my toothpaste also had weak teeth. I mean, they also chipped their tooth. Also chipped their tooth their while teeth. using the blue, while using the toothpaste. So. I'm hopefully going to show the people your show the people your chipped tooth. Sure. There it is. Not much. Somebody on Twitter actually commented, I think a couple of weeks ago and they were like, Reed has the whitest teeth. So whoever was looking at your teeth already may have already noticed whoever that was. I don't know. So shout out, but okay. That's just a funny like (laughs) side that I wanted to like throw that in there. So yeah, so I chipped my tooth, but I uh, had a blast. Had a great time. We were we were in Orlando for uh, just just for a, a short bit, but met a ton of great people. Obviously, you knew everybody. That was my first time with the with the crew from Tandem, but that was that was that was a great time. They put on a great event. We got to sign a bunch of stuff and give it away to uh, to a bunch of the good kids, ahead. jerseys and helmets and stuff, and a little. Yeah. A uh, little raffle deal, so they they you know I think they, the kids enjoyed it, and um, we got to you know, there was notably notably I don't think this needs to be noted. Notably, we were in Florida, and there was probably this is a national it's four, a national event. four or five four or five Bills fans uh, that came through the event. A couple had Bills stuff on. I, you know, I don't recall seeing anybody with Dolphins gear on except for... Uh, there were like four or five people running. that came up and said they were from Miami. We're from Atlanta and we're not Falcons fans. That's because we're under contract to not be Falcons fans. <laughs> 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 like we can't be Falcons fans. Oh my goodness. No, I, I, it's, it's there was a lot of Bills fans. So shout out to the Mafia. That's all I got to say. Shout out to the Mafia for... For show it out for uh, for brethren Reed, that was great. But uh, no, it was, it was a great it was a great event. Do you want to do an ad? Do I do want to do. do well, I want to do a um, a review. Ooh, a review. A review. Lay it on me because uh, we have both. Um, shout out to uh, our good friend Drew Gear, friend of the pod, friend of our producer Chris Kruger. Drew and Chris run the Rock Pile Report. Uh, go give it a listen. They do uh, a lot of Bill's stuff on their preseason uh, stuff and, and, and reviews throughout the season. But one of Drew's, and, and, and he's going to, I hope I don't butcher it. I think it is his father-in-law. It, it helps, helps. I, 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 I don't know if he owns it or if he, I think he works uh, for the company. It's called Once Again Nut Butter. They were kind enough to send both of us, 
a big box of stuff, peanut butter, almond butter, cashew butter, some of the snacks that they sent, like peanut butter, graham cracker sandwiches, Those are good. Uh, which are personally might be my new favorite snack. Um, but the peanut butter is fantastic. There's creamy uh, and crunchy. There is creamy almond butter. Uh, is, it is so good. I mean, I, I've, I've used it on some sandwiches, but I have, I think I have cleaned out my pantry of like the three or four boxes that I had of the graham crackers. They are fantastic. Those are good. And they're like not pre workout snacks. Yeah. They're not, um, they're not super, they're, it's all natural stuff. There's no sugar at, like, I don't think there's any sugar yeah, it's added. It's not super sweet, which is nice. No, not super sweet. Yeah. Not a ton of sugar. The snack, the taste of the snack is phenomenal. So, uh, if you want to go check them out, once again, nutbutter.com, Blake and I, uh, we'll be putting up some stuff on social, posting about the once again nut butter stuff that we got. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to wait till I get more snacks. I think uh, because I can't. I think all of mine are gone. We need to re up on some, the on the yeah. I need to re up on graham the snacks. cracker sandwich. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll be posting some of that on social from our accounts and from the podcast account. So shout out to. Drew Gear's father-in-law. We appreciate it. Once again, nutbutter.com. Training camp is coming up. A week and a half. You got we uh you got ten well, yeah, days we're, from yeah, today. We're, we are ten days, correct? You guys are, are 13. thirteen. Yes. We report next Saturday, the twenty third. We are three days early uh because of the early Thursday game. That we play the, the the kickoff game. I don't understand that. If y'all play preseason games, like, well, it's nah. um, it's because of the break after the preseason games. Oh, you don't get that. Everybody play right. Everybody plays on the same. Everybody nah. plays on the, their la- their third preseason game on the same. Day. We we preseason. lose three days nah. on the back end of that break, nah. so we get to. That we're making those up on the front end um, is how I understood it. I, and I think, um, don't quote me, but I think there's a, I, I can't remember. I think it's the Jaguars and whoever they're playing in the Hall of Fame game um, report on like the 20th. That's super early. I don't really know the parameters around who plays in those ga- in, in the Hall of Fame game. I know it's different every year, but uh, anyway, that, that we are reporting soon. Ramping up, workouts, snapping, the whole nine yards. Um, I'm excited. We're going back to Rochester uh, this year. First time in a couple years since pre-COVID. Uh, Do you um, like going to Rochester better than training camp <laughs> in Buffalo or in um, uh, Orchard Park? I think it's different. I think each one. I mean, each one has pros in my mind. Uh, you know, the, the, to be able to go to Rochester for a couple weeks, I see the value in the, in going away and the come building the camaraderie that way and hanging out with each other all the time. Obviously sleeping in your own bed is nice when you're home. Yep. Uh, but you guys, I mean, you, y'all are in a hotel, so you're, you know, you guys aren't at home. Uh, so to, so to speak. No, I mean, it's, this it's, is actually uh, our first, cause we were at home last year. Right. And we I'm were saying, uh, rookies. My my rookie year, we we were in the hotel. 
it was like one of those like optional mandatory type things. Yeah. I remember like you're being kind of being voluntold, uh, yeah. previous, <laughs> previous head coach, previous, uh, organizational structure. This year we are all in the hotel. So, gotcha. uh, but we are practicing at our facility in Miami, in Miami. Oh, okay. They're just keeping everybody in one Correct. place. Yeah. I mean, I, part of the, part of the reason that I think being in Rochester is great is because that's a, a that's a, a good sized portion of the fan base that may not be able to see us on Sundays kind of the whole nine yards, but they can come out and enjoy a day of practice or yeah, see some, see a little scrimmage or something, yep. you know, maybe if, if they can't make the trip to Buffalo on, on a weekend in the fall. So that's the cool part about it. I mean, we, you know, the fans come out, there's a ton of fans. I'm sure, I'm sure this year we'll probably be like the most fans ever because this being is, you know, back there for the first time since COVID. back there, Back there for the first time since pre-COVID, and yeah, be big. you know we're, we we you know we've been uh, winning the last couple of years, so yeah, no, not bad. So I think it, I think it'll be great, be good, uh, be a good turnout. Yeah, definitely excited, and also like our community relations department does a great job. There's a tent. I know you have never been up there, but there's a tent uh, right as you enter the the main practice field, like the main stadium, or, or like one of the main practice field and there's a tent right there like a hospitality tent where some of the uh like the youth organizations uh the kids are you know the nice. kids that's what the kids tent you know some of the they bring out you know all different kinds of charities kind of each each fan day has a different organization that comes out so it's pretty pretty cool what kind of weather are we anticipating up there it's gonna be a little cooler and a lot less humid and what you're about to embark on. Nice. So it'll probably, I mean, we're oh, looking, 80, we're looking 85, 90, <laughs> 85, 90, probably 50, 40 to 50 humidity. 85, 90. That's hot. Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it gets up. I mean, this is the hottest, this is the hottest it's going to oh. be. It's going to be 90 ish, low nineties, but it's, you know, it's the famous, it's a dry heat. It's the humidity that gets you. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Another thing that I that obviously is like ongoing, and we're kind of switching topics here, but um, and admittedly, past couple of years, I have you know the Hawks have been like okay, like meh, I don't. Are you fun lost, to watch? But like, I yeah, kind of lost interest. Like we don't live there anymore. Yeah, it's you know I don't. It's on during football season, but I'd rather watch like uh, football and uh, baseball when it's going on. Or soccer and soccer too, um, but uh, I mean it, it. The NBA stuff, I I admittedly have have not been following as much as prior years. But this Kevin Durant thing, like I I don't know if you. I think you may follow a little more than I do. No, I I may follow less I, than you do. Okay, but fair enough. I have it's it's hard to have you seen what's going on? Follow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he he signed in Brooklyn last year prior to last season for a, on a four it, I I keep seeing four year contract but I don't know if that's for now or if, or if he signed a four year deal and he's played a year on it. I don't know if it matters. Regardless, he's, he's still got contract. three 
he's under contract for at least three more years. And he's requesting a trade out of Brooklyn. I'm not, I'm not sure that I've ever seen. Okay. He's won championships or, or eight, maybe a championship. But he went to Golden State. State to win a championship. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying he, he has a ring. He's won a title. Yeah. What other than that? And he's a great player. Probably, you know, probably be the Hall of Fame someday. What leverage do, do you have? I just don't – I don't get the whole, like – I don't get him at all. Like, I've never – since since he left KC, like, way back, it's been – OKC. Sorry, OKC, not yeah. KC. There's not a basketball team in Kansas City. Since he left OKC, to it's just been – To go to Golden State. To go to Golden State. Like, he, it just does – like, none of it makes sense. Like, I didn't understand him leaving uh, OKC in the first place. And since then, none of it has made sense to me. And so at this point in time, I just like, like, you don't know what he's going to do. And it's so to me, it's not surprising that he's just like, oh, it's time to go to the next team that's, you know, winning. And he's just like, he's just like not a culture fit anywhere. And the, it's, yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to watch. The interesting thing that I keep seeing is because I, I guess the NBA and I haven't done a ton of research on it, um, but I do know a little bit about the, I guess the, the salary when you trade players, the salary stuff basically has to match or closely match. I don't think you can just trade players and this might be totally wrong. I don't know if you like a lot of the stuff I'm seeing is that Kevin Durant would have to be traded for like multiple players and maybe a pick or two because that's the va- because of the value of the players plus the picks money wise. Is that for is that so that the league can protect against them just like dishing off bad contract money? Like I don't I think so, but I'm not like but the, I think that's what is that's from what I'm seeing that's the that's a big obstacle because te- some team whoever wants to trade for him is going to have to trade three to four players and a pick or two just to to get Kevin Durant on a you know thirty plus million dollar contract. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Right, but why? I mean, they signed him to a, to a long term deal. Yeah. For a lot of money, do, but like do contracts? And like they were, they were up, and, like they thought they were up and coming. Like they signed, they signed a couple guys. They signed Kyrie last year, like yeah, uh, or two years ago, whenever it was. What I'm seeing across just sports in general is the, and this is the question that I just posed: contracts in 2022 seem to really not mean anything, and just in sports, like like we're seeing with him, like we've seen over the last few years with more and more guys in the, in the league, particularly the the NFL holding out and sitting out to get more money before they sign their new, new contract, or they signed a, signed a big contract two years ago, but now, you know, so-and-so who plays their position in wherever city is now the highest paid. Oh, all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm going to sit out and and not play. So, right. like, 
you sign a contract to me, the way I look at it, and I assume you the way you look at it, you sign a contract, you agree to that contract in whatever year you're under contract to fulfill what you say you're going to fulfill for whatever period of time that you sign a contract for. And yeah. to me, like it sounds like with Kevin Durant, he's unhappy because he signed it to a bad deal. Like he doesn't want to admit that he screwed himself over by signing a, a contract that he doesn't want. And I, okay. So you're saying, I don't, I don't think he wants it. I don't think the money is a problem. No, I'm I just saying, he maybe I'm just, just saying, doesn't want to be in Brooklyn for that long. I understand is that what you're saying. I, I'm whether it's money or if you don't like the way that the team is gotcha. building around you, like I understand that side a little bit more than I understand the money side because the money thing, like if you sign a, if you sign a contract, like that's on you. If you feel like you right. got a bad deal after one, two years into the deal. Yeah. You got to honor it. You, sh- you should, you need to honor the contract that you signed and your commitment to, to the team that, you know, signed you and is paying you all that money. But yeah, I think more and more we're seeing the, the dissolving <laughs> or the just, it's almost like it is valueless anymore. Like, yeah. You're seeing it in college athletics too, with what com- what a commitment the transfer means, stuff, yep. what a what a signing a you know letter of intent means it doesn't yep. mean anything anymore. Like you yep. you commit to a school, but it doesn't mean anything until you're you show up on campus. And even then, it's like oh, well, I'm gonna test the market and see if there's another school I can go to. Um, there's just yep. this, this lacking commitment, I think, to buying into a team and, and fulfilling what you say you're going to do. You're bringing up the, the college athletics piece. That is actually a great segue into what I wanted to cover next. The, oh, baby. Um, Arch Manning. That's some of the biggest college news and recruiting news, I think, uh, in recent memory. Yeah. Which I mean, he feels is, like it happens well, I mean, in it's, two years. Feels like we, it yeah. feels like we have, like – generational talent every every, yeah. every other year now the arch manning or, or uh, i say the arch manning uh arch manning of the manning family it's not pay is it peyton's son or no, is cooper's it's, son it's cooper's son cooper's it's, son it's peyton's, peyton's, peyton and, peyton eli's, and nephew. eli's nephew yes. has committed to texas one question for you does this mean uh texas is back i don't know that they can ever use that word again do you remember seeing the uh, Sam Ellinger video? Yeah, when they after the Sugar the, Bowl, sugar, was beat, it the Sugar Bowl when they beat an injured Georgia team that really didn't yes. care because they didn't make it into the playoff and yep. put a terrible team out on the field? Yes, I remember that. And then they went yeah. on to be like, and then I think they, yep, I think they were worse than that. They lost to the LSU Tigers. That's all I know. <laughs> the uh, okay, was that the year after? Was that the year? Yeah, y'all play them. Yeah, I, 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 um, I am almost certain because that was the, the twenty eighteen Sugar Bowl. We were watching the Sugar Bowl after we had played. We were in Phoenix. We had played in the Fiesta Bowl, and we mm. were watching Texas and uh, UCF Georgia. Yeah, we that was after we beat UCF, uh, the national champions. Gabe Davis and um, was he on that team? He was when he yes, huh? 
and we were out in Phoenix watching that game, and then he said that, and everybody was like, okay. And then game two or three of the next season, we walk into Austin, Texas, and just, I mean, Joe yeah. does his thing on third and seven. Yep. We walk out of there victorious. Uh, one thing that I wanted to mention on Arch Manning, he didn't sign any NIL deals beforehand. Like he wasn't allowing that to affect his cloud, his judgment, his judgment on what school he was going to go to, which I really respect. Because I think it's, I think it's irrelevant. I think he, I think he's so good. I think he likes will be, will be so good that, that the NIL, a couple million dollars of NIL money at this stage He's gonna he's gonna more than make up for that. As of June twenty third, as of June twenty third, this front office sports article says that on three, which I believe is like a two two four seven sports or like scout dot com type yep. website, gives Manning a three point one million dollar valuation for potential NIL deals the highest among any high school football player and third overall behind Bronny James and Bryce Young. Bronny James at 6.1 and Bryce Young at 3.1, which is the same as Arch Manning. Um, Interesting. I think it would be genius, absolute genius, if Arch Manning took some NIL money and then turned it around and went into some sort of business with Peyton and Eli. I can't remember who I was talking to the other day. Somebody was like, he needs to open a, he and Peyton and Eli need to open a sports bar in Austin. Oh yeah. And everyone would go there. Like that would be the place to like open up this really cool, like Manning family place in Austin where you're at school, do events, do events. Exactly. The arches, arches, Ar- Archie, you know, Archie's or man, uh, man, arch, arch, arch and bruise. Um, sure. I, like that's genius. Like do events there. People would just flock to that place. 100%. Um, Until they start losing. True. But if they know that Peyton Manning might be there, if he does pop-ups like every, he makes two, and, if he makes two appearances yes, a year, it's, it's going to make a ton of money. It is funny to me the the quote generational talent that we see seemingly every other year coming out of high school and coming out of college. Trevor Lawrence, generational, yeah. Arch Manning, yeah. generational talent. That was <laughs> two years. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, it's, the, uh, it's obviously I NFL it, and, and uh, in high school, but the one thing I think that is, and I'll give Texas props. Um, however, they got him. I do think that they there will be a great influx of recruits wanting to go play there. You have just to be, just yeah, just based on the potential for how good they're going to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. you'd be dumb. You'd be dumb not to, knowing that you yeah. have the best quarterback that has come out of high school probably since Trevor Lawrence. I'm pumped to to watch him. I'm. You know, I, I saw him when he was in, gosh, eighth grade. I think he came to a he came to an LSU football camp, and I mean, even then, like they were 
<laughs> they were taken uh, like they had a they had a golf cart set aside just for Archie, like granddad. <laughs> like they had they had his own golf cart to go around and uh, you know be mm-hmm. kind of whisked around and. That was even in eighth grade. I can't imagine what schools are doing when Arch Manning comes on visits in 2021, 2022. Yeah, bananas. Okay, last thing, and this is uh, something that I get excited about every summer uh, without fail. Hopefully uh, one day, I know it was um, supposed to be in Atlanta last year. We had made plans to go. Uh, Didn't work out. The... All-Star break is coming up next week, next Monday and Tuesday. Monday is the Home Run Derby. There's some big names competing. I think uh, Judge and Stanton are in the running. Where is the game? Schwarber, uh, L.A., in LA. Okay. Dodger Stadium. Kyle Schwarber leading the National League in home runs is competing. Sick. I think I saw Acuna and Soto. I don't think the official list is out. Uh, but Acuna and Soto, I think, uh, are in the talks. And then, obviously, I'm excited. Like, that is star-studded. Group, star-studded. I'm excited about what, Pujols is competing in the Home Run Derby. Uh, and, and I will be laser-locked in because I remember watching him. I have to go back and, and there's a specific – he was wearing like a blue jersey. There's a specific home run derby that he competed in. I was like, I remember watching. Seven, right? Yeah, it was, it, well, it was a while. Ba- I don't know, it was a while back. I don't remember where it was. I'm gonna have to go back and go back and look at it. But uh, here in Chris Berman, that's that's like a core memory for me. So I'll be locked in. But I'm I'm excited. I mean, that there's a few. You know, a few Yankees made it. Um, I think a few Red Sox made it to their all-star roster. So um, it's, it's, that's something that I enjoy just being a huge baseball fan, uh, watching the home run derby every year. And then obviously the all-star game the following night. So he's, shoot, man, he's participated in the all-star in the uh, home run derby in 2003, 2007. It was probably 2009 at Bush stadium in St. Louis. It had to be. It had to be that 2009, and then also in 2015. It says he will join. Yeah, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, Miggy Cabs is uh, be sick. Him and Pujols were added to the rosters cool. as uh, legend yeah. players. So that's pretty cool. So kind of like a uh, lifetime achievement award. Is there as a- if they as if either of them needed another All Star? Yeah, you know, star on the patch. Is there a better all-star game skills competition? Nope. Than the home run derby. Nope. I think the only nope. one that could come close. NHL skills the- doesn't add. Doesn't nobody. No, not enough. You know, nobody watches basketball skills competition. Nobody watches. But I'm saying, like, I'm 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 including like three point shootout. Dunk contest. Like, no, I'm, I'm – me too. Okay. Uh, sorry, yeah. I know that. I think the only one that would come close would be the dunk contest. Would be the dunk contest, but it's – there's – and this sounds dumb because the home run derby, all you do is hit home runs. Um, but there's only so many dunks that you can do like that. You know, we've been watching the dunk contest 
for 15 years. Yeah. Plus, you know, 20 years. I think. You know, however long. There's only so many dunks that have not been done. I mean, like, all the cool ones have been done. Yeah. You can only so, get so far from the basket when you jump. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I exactly. think. Nobody's jumping from the three point anytime soon. I think 2007, 2008 dunk contest when like Dwight Howard was going yeah. up against Nate Robinson, like kryptonite. I think that I think that was peak. I think that that was probably as good as it got yeah. uh, in recent memory. Obviously, Vince Carter and all that way back. That was a little early, early for me to really remember that. But I think at that point in time, I think in 2008, if you, if you put Dwight Howard's dunk competition, Superman up against the home run derby, that was probably about the same time. That was probably about the same time Josh Hamilton was, was hitting 532 feet, huh? At Yankee Stadium. That was, it was, uh, it was because, well, because 09 was the last, uh, season at Yankee Stadium. So, and I think that's when they had the all-star game there. Yep. Um, so it would have been the well, same, I think, would have been the same time. Yeah. Yeah. 2008. Justin Morneau beats Josh Hamilton. Yep. There you go. 28. 08, 09 season, I guess. Um, but that would have been the closest it would have ever been, I think. Yeah. Because it was absolutely electric. And then it's just, for me, the dunk contest and, and really just the NBA all-star <laughs> end has gone down in, yeah, in just watchableness. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. entertaining. I do not even go out of my way to watch it anymore. But that's me. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe the viewership. Yeah. Maybe the viewership says otherwise. Um, but yeah, so excited about home run, home run derby and all star, all star break in general next week. So I'll be locked in. Here we go. Hopefully I can catch some more Braves games before training camp starts. But if not, I'll be gearing up for next year, baby. I got my hat. I got love my it. Shirt. I'm ready. I to love rock. it. I might I'm have to, to. You guys got four tickets? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to come visit. Might have to pick me up. Well, what's cool is is you can actually exchange tickets, um, and that was part of what enticed us to do the entire season of tickets. Was you can the way they've structured it is you can take a ticket, uh, like one of the four tickets, like the games that I won't be able to go to in August September. You can take those, exchange them out for an extra ticket earlier in the season. So oh, nice. bring an extra person and, cool. and not go to the ones later in the season. But that, that was pretty cool. So I, I'm, I'm juiced up about that. Awesome. Juiced. Basically. Very exciting. So hopefully well, I think that's a wrap. That is a wrap. Yeah. Bring your glove. Bring yes. your glove. I don't think I even own a baseball glove anymore. Dad's probably still Dad, bad. I was about to say dad's got one in the shack. Dad's definitely got one back there somewhere. Thank you for listening and watching along with us as we shared some sports banter this week. As always, you can follow us on social media at After the Snap Pod. Reed is at Reed Ferguson on Instagram, at SnapFlow69 on Twitter. I am Blake Ferguson44 on Twitter, Blake Ferguson50 on Instagram. Somebody, if you have a connection at Instagram, it'd be very nice if they would let me change it. 
but I cannot do it myself. It says you need Instagram support. Don't know why. Follow us on social media. Subscribe. Go try out uh, once again. Once again. Once again, nut butter. Once again, nutbutter.com. Go pick up some some graham cracker nut butter sandwiches. Yes. Fantastic. This has been After the Snap, Tales from Two Brothers Who Live Life Upside Down.